Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to season four, episode eight of the Rink Moose Hockey Podcast, an episodic podcast for two, sometimes three, sometimes four, sometimes five good friends gather on a table and discuss all things in HL and their implications in the fantasy hockey universe. I am one of your hosts, as always, Nick Costu, along with my pal. The Superman today, Kyle Knight. Kyle, how is that tomato beast soup? Oh, it's pretty good. Can't complain. I'll have to uh, I'll have to apologize in advance to the to the folks in the crowd because I got uh, I got the sickness yesterday. It was it was actually a hilarious story. Well, I probably shouldn't tell it on on the air, but I'll tell you after. But uh, yeah, I got the sickness, so I'm I'm fighting it a little tease. bit. You can't tease the the, the audience. <laughs> well. Let's just say I was sick yesterday, and I was I was in a place where I definitely shouldn't have been. Oh well, that's when it ha- that's where it, that's when it happened. Huh? I know. Same thing and happened then, to me. I went to a karaoke bar, and the next thing you know, you get COVID. Yeah, yeah. And then my friends convinced me to go out to a bar, and mm-hmm. that's where I went. <laughs> and then when I got home that night, there's the positive test. So here Awful. we are. And I've got yeah. my flight to Halifax on Thursday. Riddle me that. You've been through that problem. Well, flight. you're fine. You're fine because you're only traveling in Canada, right? I know, but or do they have other laws when you're crossing a province? <clears throat> I have no idea. I have no idea. I think but you're like, fine if, as long as you're traveling within Canada. But what if I, I can't go onto an airplane with these symptoms? Like I'm like I'm noticeably fucked up. <laughs> yeah, you don't look good at all. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Like you definitely look like you have COVID. Yeah. At least, oh. at least when I did my traveling, I was asymptomatic. You know, I tested, but I was clearly oh, not sick. But yeah. uh, this isn't good. You're two no. days away. I might have to cancel. I might have this to cancel my good. trip to, to yeah. see Crosby. Yeah, no kidding. Um, oh. But yeah, um, speaking of Crosby, so are we starting with Leafs or are we starting with Pens and Rangers? Where do you want to start with? Uh, let's go we're Pens. At, yeah, so we're, we're anyways, all this is our... Uh, post-mortem of the first round in our uh, preview for the second round um our picks came in i went seven for eight in my first round How, how'd you do kyle uh i believe six for eight six for eight okay not bad not bad it was pittsburgh and st louis that i, I yeah didn't that get. you got wrong okay yeah i'm third, um, i'm third in the bracket i'm not, not, I'm not gonna win but yeah yeah not bad um, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I, the reason I mentioned those two is I think it goes without saying easily the, the two most entertaining series of the eight. Uh, I think it's safe to say that. No. Oh, absolutely. Like I, yeah, I would say, well, I've got my take on, on Toronto later, but for me, I enjoyed every second of the Pittsburgh game, starting from game one at your place, obviously triple overtime. That was the best game I've seen all year. Easy. No question. And then obviously game seven was a, another roller coaster thriller and uh yeah it didn't go the, the right way but it was a great series so where where do you begin when you dissect this series do you, do you start with the uh the, the 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 crosby injury in game five leading to the rangers coming back from a two-goal deficit do you start from the terrible evan rodriguez penalty in game oh six God. which leads to a to another two-goal lead that's lost and Mike Sullivan's giving the laser eyes at uh, Evan Rodriguez as he leaves the penalty box. Yeah. Louis Domingue goal at the end of game six, of course, the game winner that oh, flew over fuck. top of his head. 
Uh, or do you go to game seven where, uh, you know, overtime winner, Demi Panarin, uh, a guy who seemingly was asleep the whole game, uh, ends up cashing in there in the overtime. And, 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 a, and a contentious game at that, too, with the whole helmet falling off, the guy having to go get his helmet, that leads to the goal oh uh, for the Rangers. I mean, so many, so many little things in the series. I think that's what makes a great series, when every game has yeah. a little storyline involved, some drama. It's not just a hockey yeah. game, you know? Never a dull night. I think uh, yeah. the way you can break it down, like the tale of two halves of the series, the first half, the storylines revolve around the, the the goalie drama. Evan or Louis Domingue, right? He comes in mm-hmm. in that overtime and it's his net now for the series, mm-hmm. so to speak. Mm-hmm. And then the story from Pittsburgh's angle is, you know what? You've got the Crosby line dominating. You've got the Rangers kind of barely holding on. And they end up going down 3-1 in the series. Now, in that 3-1 time, you could many people would argue the kid line was actually one of the best Rangers lines, mm-hmm. very reliable, mm-hmm. very energetic. Mm-hmm. And then that's, you know, that's where we're at. You're thinking Pittsburgh's in a great spot. This is Crosby re- reinvigorated. I mean, I haven't seen this guy with so much energy since fucking five years, since since 2017. He had the legs going, like Gensel was firing on all cylinders, like. I will say Malkin was fucking Malkin's a doorknob at, at this point mm-hmm. in his career. I'm telling you, like this guy's a non-factor. Like that's a whole separate side, but you go up 3-1 in the series and then obviously you get the injury, right? And that mm-hmm. changed everything immediately. We realized that uh, Malkin can't carry the load as a 1C. Mm-hmm. You know, the team puts in a good effort, but at the, at the end of the day, you've got your number one center franchise player down. You've got a third string goalie. It's like, how could it, how could you, how could you win games like that against an NHL team? Um, mm-hmm. They end up blowing a couple leads and then the Rangers storm on back to make it game seven. And let's be honest, um, when Crosby comes back in game seven, he's not as he was before. Mm-hmm. The faceoffs were terrible. He was sluggish. Uh, there, it, he was just off. He just, he didn't have the energy there. There was something up there. Um, and then you have Tristan Jari returning and then, uh, you know, he plays all right. He plays all right, but he's obviously not a hundred percent. And, uh, unfortunately fucking like the fifth time in a row, uh, fourth time in a row, I should say it's, uh, Pittsburgh can't hold on, you know, mm-hmm. Rangers tie it late and then, uh, it's Panarin in overtime and it was just fucking, like I should know better by now because this happens so much, but it's always like these fucking weird circumstances. It's always like last year, Jari laid an egg this year, fucking Louis Domingue. It sucks because fuck, we don't know what's going to happen with the core, but uh, nonetheless, it was entertaining. Um, I don't know. All the, all the analytics po- pointed to Pittsburgh being a far superior team, especially in the first half of the series. So it does suck. It, it's a tough pill to swallow, and my bracket is is mooked at this point. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it seems like the the Pittsburgh dominated every facet of the game, with the exception of goaltending, and that ultimately costed them. Right? I mean, they they yeah. had a they had a third string AHL goalie uh, defending a lead in game five, defending a lead in game six, and and he simply couldn't get the job done. And uh, and you got the Vesna Trophy winner on the other end. And uh, he wasn't even that great. I mean, he no. got pulled in. He got pulled in a game. He gave up five goals in another game. Like that stretch in game three and four oh, was yeah. bad. Um, it's just kind of a wacky series, honestly. Yeah, um, but you know what? You put it like that. I mean, 
the fact that we had a third stringer versus the Vesna winner to go seven games is like, that's a testament to Pittsburgh. And I know mm-hmm. I'm not the kind of guy to be like, Oh, uh, you know, they tried hard. So I don't feel that bad. Like fucking Toronto does. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it is a testament. It's a third string goalie who honestly really sucked at some points. He really sucked. We talk oh, about that fucking brutal glove hand. It was the embarrassing, embarrassing <laughs> goal. You couldn't see those in the NHL. Uh, that was no. terrible, terrible. So and uh, yeah, no. I last thing is like the Rangers fans who are getting all like all crazy about how they oh no quit in New York. Take a fucking look in the mirror, my friend. Like you had no business celebrating that at all. Like fuck. To, to go game seven is fuck is a testament to Pittsburgh, honestly. Yeah. But fuck, it still stu- it still sucks. No, it sucks when you dominate them. You should win by all accounts. The analytics are saying you should win and you can't catch the job. Yeah. Um, there, there isn't much left to be said. So so what happens here with Pittsburgh? Uh, I heard a take from Elliot Friedman saying that they're trying to extend Malkin for three more years to, so that it overlaps with Crosby's contract. I heard yeah. another. I heard another take saying Malkin is out, Latang and Rust are in. Uh, where that one I subscribe more to. Uh, so where where do you stand on this? Because to me, I, I I'd be surprised if Malkin stays. I, I I don't I don't know if that marriage is as tight as it was maybe five to ten years ago. You know. Yeah, yeah. The only thing that would keep Malkin in Pittsburgh is Crosby, and I don't think that's a good thing. I think that uh, there's a there's a loyalty there. There's a bond. He's obviously plays a factor in these negotiations. Mm-hmm. Sid, I mean, mm-hmm. and uh, I think it's honestly like you said, it's time to move on from Gino. Like he's just a very average two C, and he's a fucking he's a dunce, and uh, he's just not what he once was. He's injury prone, and uh, and he just he can't get it done. Honestly, like you you can't. He's not reliable at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So you know what. Um, I think I think he he does end up moving on. I, I really do. I think um, mm-hmm. to run it back, like I don't know, it just seems like it's it's futile. And you definitely like Brian Burke and company. They will not overpay because they they must be seeing this too. Like he's mm-hmm. he's not the same guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We'll see. It's going to be one of the more interesting off seasons to keep a to keep a look on because that window's definitely closing, but. Man, they're still so good. It's it's hard to say oh, that we're close because you know any other circumstances, if they have to Smith or Jari in that, you're, you're moving on to round two. Oh my! And God. and then who knows with how wide open the East is? Who knows how how far they go? Man, uh, like what uh, a shame! What a shame! Oh, it's brutal. And, and you know the first half of the series, like when they were everyone's mm-hmm. sort of healthy, like they were among the most impressive looking teams, like um, skaters wise. Like they were they were killing it. They were solving problems. They were battling adversity it was it was great mm-hmm. and I, I got a hot take later but like i think they're definitely top three looking teams in the first half of the series honestly so <laughs> it does suck it really does but uh we we, we kind of saw, saw a sort of mini coming out party for our, our boy alexi who had a great series you know especially in the middle in the middle bit he was always <laughs> physical always high energy he didn't make any bad blunders um, and he scored some key goals, you know, and he, he had some key plays, um, which is great to see, like, especially when you compare it to Quinton Byfield, who mm-hmm. was benched uh, halfway through the series. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So great, great experience. I'd, I I can't wait to see it continue. He was dynamic. He, he was making his, his puck decisions on point, you know? You seldomly made him, you seldomly saw him make a bad decision, you know? Yeah. The, the, the passes were on point. His shooting instincts were on. Um, yeah, physical, extremely physical. Um, just, just great. Uh, fantastic. For a first playoff, I don't think you could ask for anything more. No, no. Uh, four, kudos, four kudos. points in seven games. Pretty good. Not too bad. Pretty good against stiff competition. Very good. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but yeah, moving on uh, to our local series. Um, as Kyle and I predicted, the Leafs out in seven games against the Tampa Bay Lightning. We're not surprised. No. We celebrated with tears of joy on Saturday night. Yes. Um, much to the dismay <clears throat> of many of our friends. Um, <clears throat> I, right. I, yeah, I mean, I don't know what to say other than we saw this coming. Tampa is very good. They've shown they're still capable of winning another cup. You saw that in this series. Despite losing their one C, they, they persevere and use it as motivation to, to basically uh, rip the hearts out of the Toronto Maple Leafs in Game 7. And uh, the, re- the rest is history. Uh, you know, you got... You got um, Who's there? And uh, Paul, Nick Paul, scores mm. two goals uh, to give you know the only goals Tampa needed in Game Seven. Coming out party for him. Um, all series, those top guys weren't even that great. You know, like uh, they didn't need that top line to be amazing. It was, no. it was the third line carrying them. It was the it was the character and the physicality of the fourth line. They scored timely goals. Yeah, um, it was an all around effort really from Tampa. Vasilevsky didn't have to be amazing. Uh, he just had to come in there and 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 do his thing. Um, it was yeah, it was it was very much the the least just you know yet again disappointing not be able to to seize a moment. You're up three two in game six. Can you close out the series? Can you show the killer instinct? You you clearly can't. You can't hold the lead in game three. Uh, you dominate the overtime in game six. You still can't win the overtime. Uh, and and game seven, um, you know, you're tied with them halfway through a game. And, and you can't bring it home on home ice, nonetheless. Um, yeah. So t- terribly disappointing. And, and a year where we thought if you lose, there's going to be change. There, there will be change if you lose in this stage again. Yeah. And I think what's fueled our frustration going right into this podcast hours ago, the, the Maple Leafs had their you know, year-end media conference. And yet again, they're singing the same song saying, we are not making any changes. Uh, we are sticking with Kyle. We are sticking with Sheldon. Uh, we're going to run this back with the same core four. And I just couldn't, I cannot help but just want, I want to just throw up. How do you, how, how can you be a fan team? of this, this team? It's like, crazy. how can you, how can you sign off on that? If you're a fan, this team has disappointed you for five straight seasons. The only team in MLB, NBA, NHL history to lose a game seven in the opening that round. For five straight seasons. Yeah. And I was so, I was so impressed with that take, uh, the Brian Hayes take on Overdrive, which, yes. uh, which O-Dog called his finest work ever. I heard that today. Yeah. Which yeah. was, uh, which was, he compared it to the Raptors. And frankly, the Raptors did it right when the poor couldn't get it done. Instead of sticking with the good vibes and, and DeMar DeRozan and uh, Kyle Lowry, they broke up that marriage. They shipped out the franchise icon of, of, of Toronto, DeMar DeRozan. In exchange, they got another franchise icon in, in Kawhi Leonard. And the rest is history. 
Yeah. And the Leafs, I would, you know, Brian Hayes basically sent them a challenge. He's like, do the very same thing, you know, have the balls, have the gall to make a move like that, to mix the culture, to set a fire on people's asses that things are changing. And the exact opposite happened today with Brandon Shanahan making that quote. And now if you're a Leafs fan, just buckle up. It's another year, another year of the same core that's going to do the same thing. And it's just, it's incredibly frustrating because we're not rooting against them. I don't want to say we're rooting against them. We're rooting for them to do the right thing, to make the changes. And clearly this loss was not enough. And if this loss wasn't enough, then I don't know what's going to be enough. Honestly, like I just give up. I throw my hands up in the air and I'm like, I don't even want to follow this team anymore because I just don't know. I don't know what's going through their heads. Yeah. Can I, uh, I'm going to play a clip right now, which summarizes kind of what you just said in terms of the Leafs reaction, in terms of management, and in terms yeah. of fan base reaction to the series. So just to reiterate, they lose five, what, five, six times in a row in the first round. And this, this is the, this is the, uh, the, the, the mood in Toronto. Let's listen close and tell me if you know where this is from. I'm sure you do. Listen up. Okay. Out there tonight, boys. Tons of positive. Michael's right, boys. Always a silver lining. That's a good team out there, boys. That is a great team. Core group's been together a long time. And we battled them, boys. We battled them. A couple of bounces. Okay, we got them one more time this season. One more time, and I can promise you all, we are going to get them, boys. (laughs) That's all I'm going to play. And that is from uh, season one of Shorzy. And that's like the opening opening clip. So, what that fucking tells you. Is that uh, everyone, I don't know how this is possible. The most loser mentality I've ever heard. Everyone's pointing to Tampa. They're the Stanley Cup champions. Look how hard we played them. We got to game seven against the champs. Guys, I got news for you. They weren't even that good. Tampa was not even that good. Look at game one, Nick. Tampa was an AHL level team in game one. They handed Toronto a win in game one. They didn't have point in the last game. Kucherov played like shit. Like the stars didn't even barely show up. Like Toronto got beat by, by Tampa's middle six, an average Vasilevsky. Vasilevsky played average. This team, like do not pump the tires of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Like that's what everyone's doing. That's why we don't blow it up, according to Brendan and Kyle. Because, oh, we, we got, you know, we get by Tampa. We're probably going all the way. It's Tampa. no. You guys find a way to lose. You play up or down to any opponent you fucking play, whether it's Montreal or whether it's Columbus or whatever, and you lose. It's just as simple as that. And fucking Elliot Friedman made a fucking ass of himself after the game there, like basically teeing it up for Toronto fans. He he, he said it on a tee. Guys, listen, I don't think they're going to blow it up. This was a really great effort. Get, no one cares. Last year when they choked against Montreal, we did we talked about it doesn't matter the fucking effort that they put forward. Results is the only thing that you can have. It's ridiculous. It's so embarrassing. They lo- Leafs fans yeah. should be losing their shit and they're not. Steve Dangle is happy that oh, this was a great series. I had a tear in my eye. They tried so hard. Fuck off. With you're trying hard, you stupid fuck. Talk about killer instinct. <laughs> Fucking Kelly Rudy had the had the comment. You could have closed out big games. Like 
it's embarrassing. It's an absolute embarrassment how this fan base and management is reacting to this horrible loss. It's it's brutal, brutal. I, I love how uh, Elliot tried to walk back his comments on, on 32 Thoughts. He's like, <laughs> I said what I said, and then some of my friends in Toronto got back to me and, and called me out. And uh, I, oh, apologize. Wow. I apologize. I apologize. I think I just, I needed to be set straight by, by my friends. Wow. That's what I he didn't said. It was, a fucking, it was a fucking joke. It is a joke. It's an absolute joke. Yeah. I mean, how can you be a true, like, Torontonian, follow this team for years and not be as upset as we are? It's, it's infuriating. Um, yeah. Oh, and there's more to it, too. Like, and I, I tried to get on Joe about this, and Joe's been a real, a real, kind of soft piece of work this whole playoffs as you can imagine yeah and afterwards i said hey joe have you recovered yet because i want to talk to you about something yeah and he's like what do you want to talk about and i said hey listen nhl mvp i don't know if it's austin matthews man i'm telling you like <laughs> i said we were watching the game together I, like i said matthews the shot was dangerous he didn't carry play one bit in game seven he didn't carry the puck i can't remember him carrying the puck yes sure he was throwing his body around he didn't make one single thing happen on his own he had a lethal shot he's always got that it's just he no there, there, it wasn't a game seven control the game performance it's not an mvp player i'm sorry you look across the the country and in Connor mcdavid and um that guy was was seething at the mouth to win the game and it was his best game he's ever played like I'm sorry, like the, the debate is over. I said this in the chat. The debate is dead and buried. So it's way more than six feet buried. I'm sorry. And I will not ever, ever entertain yeah. a stupid ass conversation. About yeah, that. it was so easy to entertain during the regular season when he put up the 60 goals. But then when the games actually matter, when push comes to shove, one guy single-handedly won two playoff games, two most important games. Single-handed. Like he, oh, yeah. he either scored or set up all of those goals in game six or seven. Yeah. And they were like dominant goals, like skate, skating coast to coast. Yeah. And, uh, and, and single-handedly just like that doesn't happen in today's NHL, except for Connor. Matthews doesn't do that. And uh, we, yeah, we didn't see that in the Tampa series. He was, he was a supporting cast member of the Leafs. He wasn't he was, the guy. He was. Yeah. He was a support. He, he was, he was, he was along for the ride. He was not the guy. If you want to be the guy, you bury that, you bury that puck in game six and not fall at center ice and, and <laughs> cause a turnover the other way and Tampa wins the game. Yeah. 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 Like fuck that. I'm not entertaining this anymore. No, no. And, Terrible. He was, he was and anyone who does, anyone who does, we're gonna point to this very moment. Oh, absolutely. But you and know, they'll, they'll have no retort. They'll have no, they'll have no retort. No, they, like that's the thing, Nick. That like all these guys, they all point back to the regular season. Bigger. So he'll he'll, size. he'll put up he'll put up five goals against New Jersey on a Thursday night, and everyone yeah. will be back to the Matthews train. Oh, absolutely. They'll they'll <laughs> say best goal scorer of all time. That's what yeah. they will say. But mm -hmm. uh, and you know what? I the argument. Oh, McDavid was facing L.A. Mm -hmm. Well, fuck. What do you think Montreal was last year? Philip Deneau and and, uh, and a Jonathan Quick, Carey Price, defensive team. McDavid wasn't phased one bit by Philip Deneau, okay, and, and Andre Kopitar. So, you know, this is uh, that that debate is gone because you can point to Matthews' shite last year not beating Montreal. Mm -hmm. So, there's no debate there whatsoever. 
it's it's McDavid and McKinnon at the top, and uh, I hope we see him uh, face in the Western Finals. That'd be That'd great. Be pretty cool. That that would be great. Um, but yeah, thank anything God. Else, lost. Anything else? Yeah, from this series. Um, well, I I just want to double down on my point that uh, like I don't think Tampa was anything special, you know, and uh, and I think they're going to have their hands full with Florida. That's all I'm going to say. We'll get into that shortly. Uh, what did you think of the Sheldon Keith comments saying, I think the boys earned more respect in the handshake line this time? I, well, you know what? I, sure, sure. I, I <laughs> guess. Like, uh, oh, you always give respect in the handshake line. People were, people were seeing that as like, uh, I'm trying to save my job. I got to find something positive to say about my team in spite yeah. of another terrible loss. Yeah, I, I see that as, a, as an empty comment. But mm-hmm. uh, if you go back to the press conferences and, and the post-game stuff, you, uh, you want to count how many times people say, well, oh, they're a good team. They're a good team over there. When it, and count how many times they say back-to-back champs. It's a lot. It's a lot. doesn't fucking matter. doesn't matter. Um, yeah. And moving forward, we'll see what happens here with the Leafs. I mean, sounds like they're not, mar- they're not married to the fact of Jack Campbell returning. Yeah. I'm shocked. I'm shocked to hear, given I, the boys love him, the city loves him. You know, yeah. And yeah. he wasn't the problem. He wasn't the problem in the city. No, he really oh wasn't. God, no, no, no. So I'm, I'm actually like as shocked as I am to hear there's no changes coming to the core four or management or coaching. I'm as equally shocked to hear that they're not even guaranteeing Campbell coming back. Right. If not more shocked. And if right. that's the move they make, if that's the one that's supposed to get people's attention to change the culture. I don't think that's a good. I don't think that's a good one. <laughs> no, that's one of your better character guys in the room. That's one of your better personalities in the room. I don't think uh, losing him. Uh, I don't yeah. think losing him is going to do any good. No, no. And I don't know. I don't know the goalie market this offseason. Um, but I think you'd be hard pressed to find a better goalie for a better AAV. You know, yeah. like you might you might be able to get Darcy Kemper, but that's probably you're paying top of the line <sighs> dollars for him. Oh yeah. Yeah, and anyone else? I don't think you're finding for Jack Campbell money. Like if Jack Campbell wants five million a year, I don't think you're finding someone for who's a better goalie for equally less than that. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, it's, so it's going to be a mess, and they need a backup too, big time. They do, and they got to clear the Morazic money. They're still locked to two years at three point oh, eight because of that fucker Kyle Dubas. Yeah, <laughs> what a little boy! Did Did you watch the press conference? No, I didn't get a chance. Oh my god, he's—it's just so awkward. It's Shanahan and him sitting next to each other, and Shanahan saying all these things about I believe in Kyle. He's made a—he's made a good team here. Uh, I'm—I'm willing to roll with him, and Kyle's just sitting right next to him, snickering the whole time. Oh my and, god, and uh, it's—it's terrible. It's terrible. I, I can't watch that shit. No, no, you can't. Don't bother. I cannot. Um, do it. Yeah, it was—it was brutal. Um. Yeah, I have nothing left to say. I'm just completely disappointed. I thought here we'd be t- talking about a, a terrible loss, but positivity coming shortly thereafter. Yeah. Uh, but but I see no signs of that based on today's news conference. And uh, it, it's left me disgruntled and I just had a loss for words and disappointment. Yeah. And I, I just don't even want to pay attention to this team anymore. I just, no. I'm so over it. Erase them from your memory. Erase them from your memory. There's so many better storylines to be watching, to be keeping your eyes on in this league, you know? Oh, God. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
moving on, we'll go right. We're not even going to go by by conference here. I want to go to Edmonton because you brought it up. Um, Edmonton beats LA in a game seven. Uh, lots of people, including yourself, were shocked if this would go seven. I predicted it to go seven, Oilers in seven. I was right. Um, <laughs> I believed in this LA team. They're, they're very underrated. I think they opened a lot of eyes around the league. They work hard. They play hard. They play with a lot of structure, a lot of, a lot of the Jacques Lemarian structure. And um, yeah, I, I think they just proved to a lot of people that they can compete and they're, they're the future. I mean, they, they, all these kids are, are, are slowly coming up and uh, I think they got good experience here and um, a great story for LA, but ultimately you couldn't, you couldn't, uh, you couldn't beat the best player in the world. And he single-handedly willed his team to victory in uh-huh. spite of his supporting cast member being a little, a little uh, dinged up in, 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 yeah. in, in dry side. Uh, and and don't forget you lost your best defenseman darnell nurse for game six that was tough yeah um, so they really had to they really had to uh, mike smith had an awful game one remember that people oh, were already man. jumping off the boat after game one yeah uh, they had yeah. to persevere quite a bit and and to his credit mike smith uh i think he had a couple shutouts in this series uh had a very impressive game six in, in edmonton um yeah. he, he opened my eyes he, he was solid I still don't like his chances against Calgary, but um, right. he, he was solid. So, uh, so what are your take? Other than McDavid, which you spoke about earlier, any other takeaways from this series? Um, yeah, just on Mike Smith, like you know what? As much as he had good performances, I, I don't like his unreliability factor. Like you just never know what you're gonna get from him. Like you know, like from a stylistic perspective, he's all over the place. And for that reason, I I, I I'm not very confident in him for Calgary. But uh, no, I mean, what we saw, I think, was, you know, a Jonathan Quick that turned back the clock a little bit. He was very good for a lot of the series. Mm -hmm. Um, And then uh, just like, you know, L.A. putting up more of a fight than anybody really gave him credit for, except for you, except for you. I'll give you that, Mm -hmm. Uh, especially with the no Drew Doughty. They're like, this team is going to roll over there. They barely snuck in. Um, There's there's just nothing left there. And uh, they played their game. But uh, credit to Edmonton, they solved the issues. They solved the problems. That's what I look for in a, in a good playoff team. Can you solve problems? When I was watching the Pittsburgh series and Rangers would come back, for example, I'm like, okay, m- momentum's against us. How are you going to solve this? And they would come out the next period and play great. You know, it, you're always going to run into issues and challenges in any series. Can you solve those problems? That's coaching and that's team buying into adjustments. Edmonton was able to do that. So that is, that is awesome. Awesome to see. And um, obviously I cannot wait for, uh, for the battle of Alberta. That that's truly going to be very special. And I think it's going to be a very close series. And of course, we'll get into that shortly. <clears throat> Connor's um, on another, another level right now. Like this is, oh, yeah. this is must watch. This, this, it's is, must watch. This, this is must watch. I mean, when you tell your kids about, you saw, you saw the Gretzky of our day play this, this series against LA will be one you highlight, and I'm sure this one against uh, the advanced Calgary will be one you will highlight. Um, yeah, he's yeah. single-handedly willing his team to victory, and in a sport like hockey, which is so team-centric, you know, uh, not a sport where LeBron James can just take the ball and run with it. Uh, this is as close <laughs> as that as you're going to find in yeah. this day and age in the NHL. Uh, so it, it's truly a marvel what we're seeing before our eyes. And uh, everyone should be staying up to watch this series. I know it's past your bedtime, Kyle. I don't know what you're going to do. Oh, I wonder uh, you watching. How are you going to do that? 
Well, the Colorado and yeah, like I'm going <laughs> like to watch your, them all. your most favorite series is they're all late nighters. I know it sucks, but uh, <laughs> it's got to be done. It's got to be done. I like that. I like that. Yeah, my question to you is when are they calling up Dylan Holloway? I think that ship has sailed. Right? No, he's he's eligible to be called Why up. Why didn't they do that in the first round? Well, if I they didn't in the first round, I don't see them doing that now. If you see some injuries come through, you might see him. You might see him. Interesting. Which would be very cool. Very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, of course, you mentioned Quentin Byfield. So the guy, what, he lasted two games this series? Is that it? I think he lasted, yeah, two games. And then uh, we had a couple notable turnovers that you, you yeah. pointed out. Yeah. And then you never saw him again. He faded from existence. And you know what? He hasn't really existed at all this year. Like, you haven't no. really heard him about him at all. Kind of a funky season for the big Maybe man. it's a West Coast thing, but, like, he's been so out of the spotlight. Like, mm-hmm. Stutzel's in the spotlight. Laugh is in the mm-hmm. spotlight. Raymond is in the spotlight. Those are your top four. Like, you hear about them all the time. But not this Quinton guy. Mm-hmm. Very odd. It's a fascinating story. Oh. No. He's oh, an yeah. enigma. No, as much as Lack is an enigma, he is an enigma in himself. I know, I know. It's crazy. Um, oh, yeah. we, should, uh, we should give a little love to Evander Kane. This guy, uh, he performed really excellently. And like, what a pickup by Edmonton. This guy is fucking, this guy's on his juice in the playoffs. He, he is a player. I, I, like, I like seeing a passionate Evander Kane. Yeah. I, I, like he plays with passion. And when he, when yeah. he scores that game, when he scores that, empty netter in game six he does he does the seven right he goes by the yeah. fans and goes seven uh, i love that you love that eh i thought that was like just like a a confidence a gamer the guy's a gamer yeah He's you need a, a little bit of that yeah You're not as long as you show up you have to show up but you need a little bit yeah. of that, that no and, and they're gonna need him against they're gonna need him against a calgary the team that plays yeah. with a lot of snarl oh my god oh, him I, and I, fucking maddie kachuk are gonna kill each yeah. other oh it's gonna Can be you great. imagine it's gonna be great Oh my uh, god! <laughs> yeah, no, he he was solid. And then other guys who like I don't know, like I've always crapped on Edmonton's defense, but like you know, Cody CC scored the big goal in Game Seven. You know, uh, Tyson Berry scored the game winner in Game Six. These guys who I just wrote off, it's just rubbish. Had very <laughs> had had very big moments. You know? Yeah. Those are yeah. big goals. Yeah. Like those. That's not that's not McDavid scoring those goals. You no. might set them up, but. That, that's rubbish guys like Tyson Berry and score, Cody Cece scoring big goals. Yes. So uh, kudos to them. Uh, very, very much kudos. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what this team is made of in the next round. I, I think it was a, like, here's the thing. They needed to get by LA. Like it was almost expected, right? Like yeah. if you didn't, it would have been a colossal failure. Yeah. So I, I guess my question for you is, have they already met expectations by beating LA or do they need to beat Calgary? So the way I the way I see this is that they needed to beat LA, they had to beat LA, um, but what they do against Calgary will dictate that. So if they play Calgary very well, like this is going to be the Toronto situation, but it's in the second round, and it'll be kind of justified. Um, if they play Calgary very well, and they because obviously it's a style of play Calgary plays that you know is not going to be very fun they're gonna have to problem solve you know like we talked about um if they get fucked six games or or less it's it's bad like no no accomplishments whatsoever if it's seven games you can say yeah we're 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 going in the right direction that's what i think 
but I think I think they should absolutely expect themselves to win. Like I I think if if I'm a betting man, I think it's a 50-50 chance right now. And um we'll talk about my prediction, but uh mm. right now it's a, it's a coin toss yeah. and you cannot yeah. look at oh Calgary's the better regular season team, all that. Forget mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But they did make um, it to the second round and they fought to get there. So that's a big accomplishment. Yeah, kudos to them. Uh, moving on to a team that dispatched their opponent very soon, uh, Colorado Nashville. Oh, uh, what, what's there to say about this one? Well, not other much, than, right? Other than Kale McCarr was basically, a, he was a guy, he was, a, as much as we talked about McDavid being Kale McCarr, 10 points in four games. Oh, fuck. It was from the back end. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, f- bloody ridiculous and if if this went more than four games like the cons my ch- chatter would be very much uh, a two-horse race but uh no it, crazy i mean you saw mckinnon in the first couple games of the of the series just absolutely force his will and then he kind of took the, the foot off the gas uh a little bit but uh no this team is is ridiculous and i'm super happy they're they're rested man they're completely healthy right now it's it's amazing how's darcy kemper he's fine he's fine He's starting yeah. tonight. He's starting tonight. Yeah. Okay, that's good. That's good. I was a little worried with the eye injury, but um, I know. Yeah. If they, yeah. If they if they can stay healthy, they should cruise through St. Louis. Cruise. Mm-hmm. We'll get but, into that. Uh, yeah. But, the uh, car is no. fi- everyone's yeah. firing on all cylinders, and it, it's it's great. It's it's that's must see hockey for sure mm-hmm. as well. Poor uh, poor uh, David Riddick. Poor oh, Connor Connor Ingram. <laughs> Did, that was a good story hear? for about five minutes. It was a, well, I love hearing that stuff on 32 Thoughts. Apparently, the guy had OCD. Yeah. He checked, he checked into therapy for his OCD. He went to that same program uh, Carrie Price went to down in Arizona. Fixed yeah. Fixed him up. And, uh, yeah, what a story. He almost won that game for uh, for um, for Nashville, that, that overtime game, right? Yeah. Uh, game, yeah. game three, I think, or, or two. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, yeah no – that that I mean I had it going in five. I thought I thought I'd at least get one, but uh, I was I was wrong. And Colorado showed us why they're hungry, and why this year they're 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 not expecting to just bow out in the second round. Right, right. And you know what the other thing too is fuck. Again, this is one of those scenarios where if you wish playoff performances could somehow influence trophy voting, but nor uh, sorry. Makar versus Yossi is is a ridiculous debate at this point. Ridiculous. Yeah, he didn't have a great series. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That was, yeah, that did not live up to the hype if people were looking forward to that. Um, Another Western Conference series uh, that this one people thought would go longer than it actually did. Uh, Minnesota-St. Louis. Uh, St. Louis advances to play Colorado, as you just alluded to. Uh, This one was, everyone was picking this one to go seven. It's going to be back and forth. You and Joe laughed at my face last episode when I when I said the Blues had more depth and that and that their depth would outscore Minnesota. And yeah. uh, I'm going to take a chance to pat myself on the back now and, uh, and 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 say, you know what? I I am I was right, and you guys, uh, I'm glad you guys saw that. Yeah, yeah, you're in that one. I guess we were on you pretty good. <laughs> you were on me pretty good. We ended the I show. You, you guys scored. had nothing to say. You guys had nothing to say. You were like. Joe literally said, "I have nothing to say about that." Like, just like, <laughs> but yeah. uh, but no, I mean the way. Yeah, go on. Well, the way I see this series is, um, Bennington's back, baby. 
I mean, uh, you got to be kidding me. I think he put up a 147 uh, GAA, 940 save so, percentage. So was, not back. He was back. And uh, he, he Philly Huso struggled. Bennington comes in, wins all the games he plays. Meanwhile, Minnesota, they don't know what the fuck they're doing with their goalies. They got, they got Flurry in there. Then they start Cam Talbot for the elimination game. He gives up a blunder in the, in the opening period. <laughs> um, his wife's getting on Twitter. And, and <laughs> like, did you hear about this? No. What the hell happened? Oh, my God. Like, 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 like. Apparently the wife was getting on Twitter and, 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 and uh, questioning the coach's decision to sit him the whole series and then, and then start him in the final game. Uh, like wow. when your wife's getting involved, uh, that's not Christ. a good look. Jesus Christ. You gotta, you gotta move that player. No, you have no, to yeah, move Yeah. Yeah. So it created this awkward situation. I don't know why they like flurry. I don't, in my opinion, wasn't the reason they were losing those games, you know, like right. I think they just ran into some hot, like Tarasenko all of a sudden was this, vintage sniper you know and, and mm. i don't think those goals were on flurry i don't think he gave up like egregiously bad goals in this series no and the elimination game this guy hasn't played in like three four weeks and you throw him into the gauntlet in st louis for an elimination game yeah it's 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 sketchy decision making and the first goal of the game was awful and i think that just set the tone there in that game six that it just it killed the room you know yeah yeah. And the players had no one to play for. Right. Yeah, it was a mess. And and depth scoring faded away for Minnesota. Where was Kevin Fiala? Where was he? And and that's another guy who they're saying is is doomed to be traded. You know, if you have such a disappointing playoff series, uh, you're done. So I, I think that's a guy who more so than Cam Talbot is on his way out. Yeah. Um, I think is a UFA. So we'll see. We'll see who signs him and how much they pay. I'm sure it'll be a uh pretty high penny yeah. um, oh huge huge yeah and uh and yeah like i said the depth of st louis came through i mean uh tarasenko was vintage tarasenko um you know kairu thomas david perron had a hat trick ryan o'reilly looked like vintage o'reilly uh um, really yeah oh yeah i'd be terrified if i'm colorado i'm terrified of ryan o'reilly right that's now. what you said last year nick yeah but he yeah. looked good in this series oh he, he had a he had a baby he had a baby mid-series, and it and it and it really propelled him to uh, to uh, new another level. Yeah, it was very you impressive. Know I don't know, man. I don't think he can do much. Like, are you talking offensively or defensively? Both, both. He was solid in both respects. I don't know. He scored clutch goals, and he shut down the the the, the Minnesota Wild. Um, the only guy who showed up was the thrill for Minnesota. He had, I think, he had yeah. seven goals. Um, fantastic. If you had him in your hockey pool, kudos to you. Um, he was fantastic as you'd expect, but the rest, the other guys just didn't come through. I don't think there's one other guy on Minnesota who just single-handedly, uh, came through and, and, and I read about the special teams. Apparently their power play and penalty kill was awful. St. Louis was great. They were great. They were the only team in the NHL top five in both of those power play and penalty kill. And, uh, and in this series, it really held true. They were, they were better. They scored on almost, they scored at a very high rate on the power play. Uh, they were fantastic. So wow. um, kudos, kudos to St. Louis. As a St. Louis fan, it was good to see, um, and I look forward to seeing. Um, I look forward to see how they fare against Colorado. It'll be interesting. It'll be short, is what it will be. Yeah, we'll get to that. Um, Very short. Bennington is who you're trusting right now. Come on. 
I'm not trusting Vinny. I'm not. I'm not saying they're going to win. We'll get to predictions. I'm just saying it's a great story. I, he had. He's had a really rough season, and uh, I really enjoyed seeing him step up again. It was, it was good to see vintage Vinny. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, other Western Conference series uh, where you had a goalie steal the show. Calgary, Dallas. Oh. God. Did you watch any of this ugly series? Kyle? No, not a second of it. Not even the uh, game seven. No. Wow. I. So I. I yeah. I maybe and I was busy. I'll be honest. So, I did not watch any of this series after I heard just how abysmally boring it was. But I did tune in for the game seven, and it was a fantastic game seven. It was actually must-watch TV. Really? Uh, yeah, it was a late game. I fell asleep at some point for ten minutes, but I did wake up and power through. And uh, man, that that Jake Ottinger, oof, he sucks. Pro- probably the best. I mean, McDavid had some great games, but he probably was – he had the best single performance in the whole playoffs. <laughs> really? I think he made 63 saves or something. And, For what? And Cal- game seven? In game seven, he made 63 saves. Wow. It was it was the highest – next to Kelly Rudy, he, he saved like 70 back when he played. Um, it was incredible. <sighs> and, uh, and uh, man, it got to the point in overtime where Calgary tried everything and they couldn't beat him. And that – that commentator you really liked for Dallas, I was listening to the Dallas commentary, that analyst. Yeah. He just he got on the microphone and he just went crazy. He's like, they can't beat them. They can't beat them. They can't beat them. <laughs> I should have saved it for you. It was great. Oh, and, 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 then, and then like two minutes later, Johnny Goudreau scored. Oh, no. <laughs> which, which That's a pure ruined, moment. Yeah, which kind of ruined the vibe. Um, <laughs> but it was, it was, man, it was great. And it would have been crazy if they lost because that was it. Calgary was, I mean, I think they outshot them like 60 to 20 in that final game. Um, so yeah, I was, uh, I was, I was thrilled. Uh, it was, it was a great final game and, uh, you know, kudos to Dallas, you know, guys like Jamie Ben, uh, you know, came, came through, you know, kind of woke up from their slumber during the regular season. Um, but, uh, but ultimately it was Calgary, uh, their, their stars. I mean, we mentioned who else to score the game winner in game seven, the Johnny Goudreau, right? The guy who can't get it done in the playoffs. He finally, he shut yeah. the critics, right, Kyle? He shut them down. For, for well, we'll see. We'll see. I, I'm sure in his head, he slayed his demons. In his head. But yeah. We'll see about I, that. I think they're going to have to get through Edmonton. I, I think they're going to have to get through Edmonton. Say yeah. that they're past that. Yeah, um, for sure. But yeah, nothing really to report in that series other than it was all Jake Ottinger. It was, and, and, and that was the single reason Dallas went seven. And, uh, and, and man, this kid, I mean, I think people got to take note of this kid now. Like this is one of those guys who you got to keep your eye on as a perennial all-star. Right, so, uh, right. so we'll see. I, 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 this guy wasn't on my radar going into these playoffs. Now he is. Right. So, uh, so we'll see what happens. Not to um, mention we got the a, a, a top two soundbite of the year from jamie ben right yeah i knew that i know you'd love that you. i knew you'd love that oh my god there is no better clip in but the he's, nhl he's today. only allowed to say that if he played well and, <laughs> and he played very well good good he did very well in the series um so, so kudos to him i can't wait um, for us to get some sound bites out of like evander kane and 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 company from uh, mm-hmm. the next mm-hmm. series for sure for sure <clears throat> it's gonna be um yeah, it should be great. Um, okay, and, and just to wrap up a few other ones here, um, Boston, Carolina. Uh, this was another one that went seven. Uh, 
I guess the big storyline from here is, is this the last game we see of Patrice Bergeron, a, a fan favorite here? Kyle, what do you think? I don't think so. Like, I don't know where this is all coming from, really. Like, uh, Clearly, you didn't watch the game because at the end of the game, it looked like he was done. I know. I, I get that he's maybe considering retiring, but like, why the fuck would he retire right now? He already said he, he wouldn't he wouldn't picture himself playing anywhere else. So it's like, what are you going to do? Like, you're still so good. Like, what are you, what are you going to do? I know, but maybe it's, a, it. maybe it's it. a sign of like, this is the end of the road. You know? Like, uh, like this team's window is, is all but shut, you know? I guess, I guess. So you think he'd go somewhere else? No, no, no. I think he's retired. Like, wow. like I, I don't like, that's the thing with that Boston, this series, Boston got nothing out of their second and third line, nothing. And it was, it was just pathetic. Taylor and Hall. Pathetic. Wow. And that game seven, Carolina just ate them up. And, uh, and I, I just don't know what the future of the Bruins looks like at this point. They got no prospects coming up. No, they got a great defenseman in McAvoy. They still got Marshawn. They still got pasta. But, like, if you lose Bergeron, where's the rest of that supporting cast, you know? Oh, you're dead. Your you're center dead. depth is brutal. And they're not it's a already threat. pretty bad. Like second, third line, fourth line, they're not a scoring threat. And I think that's why Carolina won this series, you know? People are making a lot about anti-Ronta. Boy, was he great in this series. But you only had to be good, you know? Against a team like Boston, you only have to be good. As long as that, you know, his defense helped shut down that top line. And he just had to be serviceable the rest of the the rest of the way, and he was. Yeah. So, um, so I don't know. I, I, I uh, that's how I break down this series. Carolina put on clinical defense, as we expected, top defensive team in the league this year. Jennings Trophy winners. Uh, Ronta was solid. Just had to be solid. Um, and and the Bruins just couldn't get past that. And 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 when it was time for the second or the third line to elevate, they couldn't. And, you know, but Marshawn had his moments going, you know, top keys on Ronta and all that good stuff. But, but at the end of the day, that Carolina defense smothered them. It frustrated the hell out of them in that game seven. And uh, that, that's right. That's where I see how this. Uh, yeah. And every, I think every home team won. It was a home series. And, that, home and that's series. why it probably wasn't the most entertaining series because it was often the games were very lopsided like within yeah. three goals. Uh, Carolina yeah. wins two, Boston wins two, back and forth. Um, and then even the game seven, Boston just wasn't in it. Like as much as it was a one-goal game, uh, Boston just wasn't there. And, and there was yeah. some good drama. The, the Tony D'Angelo throwing the stick. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I, I really enjoyed that. Um, I like that D'Angelo guy. <laughs> the, Why? I, I just think he, from a viewer perspective, he adds a lot of intrigue to a series, you know? He's a hothead, oh, and, yeah. and hotheads make for good TV. Oh, my God. So, uh, so I think of that Ranger. And oh, my God. I didn't even think yeah. about that. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it's a huge I'm story. immediately excited about this series again. Yeah. I called it the great. worst series. I called this the worst series, but wow. Yeah. Okay. Keandre so is, Miller's going to take his head off. Is he and Georgiev going to get in a fist fight? Yeah. Oh, fucking Kreider. Like, everyone's going to be on him. He's not going to make it through the series. I don't think so. I love it. That's great. Um, does yeah, he fair. run the number one unit there? He does. Wow. He's a, he's a stud. 
Wow. Next year, next year in your fantasy pool, you better get him, Kyle. I'm not. A, I'm not getting him. He's a stud. I will not. He get just. Him. I love his the way he moves the puck is so so impressive. So yeah, impressive. Yeah. What else? Um, what else? Okay. Final final one. Uh, um, Washington, Florida. Anything to say here, Kyle? Florida wins in six, uh, four two. Uh, yeah, there was a bit of doubt there, right? When Washington started going up early, they were up two one, and and everyone started calling Florida a fraud, right? Did do, do you buy into that narrative that Florida is, is a, a fraud? Joke? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I feel like they made enough. I feel like you acquire a guy like Claude Giroux, you're not a fraud team anymore. You know, like like that guy yeah. plays with heart. That guy plays with will. That's a veteran. Yeah, uh, I think he helped, and he did help. He really came through, and um, you know, I, I I just feel like I feel like there's, I don't love them. I don't think they're going to beat the Lightning, but um, but I just I I feel like I don't know. I feel like they just need to be woken up a little bit. You know, I think they yeah. came in too comfortable. Presidents yeah. Trophy winners, you clinch first place. You got nothing to play for. You you come into the series. Washington's kind of that one team in the East you can circle and go. They're kind of dusty, you know? Yeah. And uh, I think they just slept on them. And I think they they needed a sense of urgency to wake yeah. up. And I think they needed to be down 2-1. And I think they responded well. Right. And and right. you saw that. You saw that with a guy like Connor Virhigi, who yeah. uh, he, he scored three game winners. Oh, uh, boy, oh, boy. This guy's going to be on everyone's fantasy hockey radar next year. Not mine. Uh, Jesus. No way. Yeah, like this this guy's base he's glued now to Barkov and Giroux on the top line. And yeah. uh and he was he was incredible in the series. Incredible. Like every every big play he was involved in. It was insane. Wow. It was Crosby. That's amazing. Really Crosby. Connor Beerhigi. And you know what? Uh, I guess with this series, like Florida kind of exercised some demons of their own, right? Because they haven't been through a first round. In a while, in, since uh, uh, not '96 when they went to the Cup final. That's where right. we were born. That's right. So they exercise. I mean, I, I guess Edmonton exercises. A lot of people making it through the hump, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I think that they something clicked, like you said, when they went down in the series. Yeah. And I think that they're going to carry that momentum. Like it's yeah. going to be. Uh, and I think Tampa's banged up. Like like I said, Tampa didn't play that well, in my mind. So I think this is going to be a great series. Um, yeah, and Bobrovsky wasn't awful. Uh, he, he was solid. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and enough enough of the other guy. I mean, it was that made for me. It came down to that top line for Florida, the Verhigi heroics, and Bobrovsky putting up saves when he needed to put up saves. Yeah. I think that's that's where it comes down for me. As for Washington, not really much to get into there. I mean, uh, no, you, no. you lost Tom Wilson early in the series. That obviously hurts. That's a playoff guy. You know, that's a guy yeah. who helps you. And then the rest of the way, uh, you know, Obi wasn't amazing. You know, he, he truly didn't put up great numbers. Yeah. Um, not really much to report on the Washington front. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was, that was one of those series where as soon as I saw Florida take, take control there, I was like, yeah, this is not really worth uh, tuning in. No, no, no. But no. As, as much as I'm sure the games were very entertaining. Yeah. But you know, like you can't follow every series to the same level you know because let, let's be honest there's overlap and there's like you know some series are taking a lot of your attention mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
So yeah. this one didn't get too much for me, but I was very confident in Florida. Absolutely. Um, okay, moving on. Round Prediction two predictions. predictions. Thank goodness. Thank uh, goodness. Let, let's start. I mean, we were just talking about Florida, so let's go there. Uh, yeah. Battle of Florida. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess you're, you'll probably go the other way based on how you sound, but I just... How can you bet against a team that has won two straight cups and just just fuck the Leafs in seven games? Like, like how until they lose, why would you bet against them? Like that, that like go into any analysis you want, break down the forwards, the defense, the goalies, do whatever bullshit analysis you want to do. But until they lose, how can you pick against them? I will tell you how. I think Point is legit injured, and uh, Vasilevsky is not the same this year. Something's up with him. He's not un- He's not a god anymore. So that's how to those two factors. You the- truly, you would truly pick Sergei Bobrovsky. Yeah, over Vasilevsky. Well, that's you don't look at the goalie matchup. You so saw much. what happened last year. That, that matchup, one guy just ran over the other guy. It wasn't even close. But that it was a great close series, though. But the go- No, it should have been a close series, but the goalie made it not a close series. He let his team down. He killed the room. He's going to do it again. I don't know, man. He's, I think he's, uh, The lightning are in his head. But I think the, the lightning have cracked their armor. That's what I've seen. That's what I've seen. That's It's a gut feeling thing. I don't think... Uh, I don't think they're going to hold hold that through. I just, I love this Lightning team. There was a great quote. Going, I want to send this to you. I should have sent it to the group before game seven. It was some, some guy asked John Cooper pre-game, game seven. He's like, don't you think you guys are comfortable now? Like you've won your two cups, you know, just ride into the sunset. Just no pressure, you know? Yeah. And John Cooper was like, honestly, fuck that mindset. The fear of losing scares me every night I go to bed. Like I'm, I'm terrified to lose. And if you come to my team with that mindset where you're comfortable because you've won two cups and you have a safety blanket to fall on, I don't want you on my team. Wow. The fear of losing has taken over my soul and I cannot lose anymore. And this whole team feels that way. He said that going into game seven. And that's when I was going to put 500 USD on Tampa to win that. But I did it. You should have. Didn't have the money. Oh man, <laughs> that's a great quote. That that might I'll be the soundbite of, of the incredible. year. It's an incredible quote. Not enough people were talking about it going into that game. Seven. And uh, and when I heard that, I'm like, this team's got it. And there's only one team in that Eastern Conference who I think can get through Tampa. Brad Marchand agrees with me. He said Carolina will get to the Cup final. That's what Brad Marchand said after he, they got eliminated. Why did he say uh, that? He just, he was so impressed with the way they walked them, uh, the way they got schwacked. He's like, Carolina's coming out of the East. That's, um, that's, that's silly. That's the only team I can see fighting Tampa. I don't see Florida doing so. Uh, really? I don't think, I, I, I just, I'm not, I'm not quite a believer. I like Giroux. I like Verhege. Barkov, Barkov wasn't, man. He wasn't amazing in the first round. He really wasn't. Barkov. He, great, he wasn't great in the first round. Huberto. Um, Sam Hubert a, he's a Hubert owes a liability on defense. We, we've all read the articles, <laughs> right? Whereas Tampa knows how to defend. They know how to keep a one goal lead. When the Leafs came knocking, 
Tampa shut them down. They shut that shit down. And I'm a believer. I'm a believer in Nick Paul. Oh, I'm now I really, really believe in Brandon Hagel. Uh, who doesn't want Corey Perry? Two straight cup finals on their on their team, right? Like the guy, like the guy's terrifying, Corey Perry. Yeah. Uh, I just think they have more character, more snarl, and I think John Cooper outcoaches the no-name coach of the Florida Panthers. Yeah. Well, so I, there I, you have it. I, I don't disagree with any of that. I just think that Florida has the more talented roster and the healthier roster. And it's that's their time. Is that's why time, I think. Uh, Is it yeah. Florida's time? Yeah. Florida. I, you know what? Now that Pittsburgh's out, I think Florida's going to go to the finals. Wow. Wow. Okay. Uh, so what do you got? Seven, six? Oh, seven. Five? Seven? seven. Okay. Um, Actually, six. No, seven. Yeah. I'll go. Uh, I'll go Tampa in six. I don't think it's going seven. Tampa in six. Wow. That's right. Um, okay. Uh, which uh, right now? Can... Now that you say it. Yeah. Don't look at the score. I'm gonna watch one. Um, okay. Other other East series. Really quick. Rangers Carolina. Um, again, what I called the most boring series. The only reason I'll be tuning in is because Ray Ferraro will be covering it for ESPN. Um, yeah. I'm sure he'll give great commentary. Um, which, by the way, did you notice? Did, do you already notice kind of the TNT ESPN factor in this playoffs? Like over, <clears throat> over the NBC? Have you noticed that or not yet? Well, I don't know. No, I haven't really noticed, actually. I, you haven't, eh? No, no, I haven't. Well, you will. You will, because the way the first round works was they still have the regional right holders. Uh, who had the game? Yeah. But now, now that we're into the second round, it's only TNT and ESPN doing the games. So uh, on Game on, Center, on, it'll just on Game there. Center. Okay. No, you'll have you'll have Sportsnet, and then you'll have one of them. Okay. So, so TNT is doing Colorado, St. Louis, and the Florida series, and then ESPN is doing the other. <laughs> right. And right. boy, oh boy, at, like I barely tune into intermission. I always skip the intermission, but every TNT intermission, I listen because I... those got those guys. Just kill it. They give such good analysis. Wow. Biz and Rick Tockett and Gretzky, they're great. Wow. They're must uh, must listen. So I, like I it don't pumps know. you up. Like it pumps you up for the next period listening to them talk. Instead wow. of just a skip over, I was engaged the whole time. Wow. Uh, they're great. So um, I don't know if you know this, but the ratings for those two, uh, for TNT in particular, through the roof. Good. versus last year it's like up 60 percent. they killed it no it's night and day like a like a nbc intermission <clears throat> and a tnt intermission night and day these guys bring it it was wow. great that's great um yeah so uh so yeah uh so yeah ferrar will be doing this one uh as we talked about earlier i guess the d'angelo storyline is really the only compelling <clears throat> thing to watch here and laughing um, and laugh but i don't know man i just I see this as the worst defensive team left in the playoffs Probably. against the be- against the best. And uh, I just, I got to, you know me, I got to go with the best defensive. Team. And I, I think, I think they'll smother them. I don't think they're going to get the same opportunities they had against Pittsburgh. I don't think the goalie will let as many easy goals against Pittsburgh. If anti Ronta falls, they have Anderson who's he, he sounds like he's almost back. Um, so I, I got Carolina and I got, I got Carolina winning pretty handedly. Uh, I, 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 I probably should will steal a game, maybe two, okay. uh, but I, I got Carolina in five. Games. Wow. Okay. I'll go Carolina in six. 
Okay. Um, Shastir can factor, and I think the Rangers are kind of feeling themselves right now. So that's going to carry them a little bit. Uh, They're on a roll, eh? Yeah, and Laffy's going to have huge, huge games. So that's why. Six, but Carolina's still in. Um, I'm no fool. The other game tonight, St. Louis, Colorado. Oof. Um, I mean, like I said, it's, it's very hard to pick against Colorado after last year's whacking of St. Louis. Uh, Four-game sweep. It wasn't even competitive. And ev- everyone going into that series was saying, oh, Bennington can steal the series. He got lit up. He didn't even stand a chance against those, those Colorado guys. They know Bennington. They know how to light him up inside out. I don't think there's any – anyone who's buying into this Bennington is going to steal this for St. Louis. I'm not buying it. Um, uh, I think I think they have they're better than last year. They have more depth, as I alluded to against Minnesota. Those kids are now more mature. The Robert Thomas, the Kai Ruse, they'll hold their own. Yeah. Um, I, I I don't think they're getting swept, but I don't I don't give them a like a chance. I know some people are picking them. I think that's ridiculous. Gretzky uh, yeah. has Gretzky has them going to the Cup final, uh, yeah. which is nuts. Um, but I, I don't buy it. I, I think Colorado, they, they've truly learned now. I don't think they're going to bow out like they did to, to Vegas last year. Um, I got Colorado. I got Colorado in um, six. Ooh, you're... That's, that's a bad take. No, I, 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 I listen, I, I, I just I have too much respect for St. Louis. Uh, I, I, I just do. I, I, I do think they're better. They're not getting swept. They're, they're better to, than that year they got swept. Um, I, I think, I think, and they have a, they have a reliable backup if, if Bennington falters. I, I'm confident in six. Yeah, I th- I'll go Colorado in five. And five. honestly, okay. I, I see this being a very high scoring series. Honestly, like I, yeah. I could see it turning into a real. Tragedy. A lot of these are. A lot of these are going to be. That's why it's exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is going to be a track meet. Like, I know St. Louis will score their goals. There's no doubt about it. But I also don't think that they can stop Colorado from scoring theirs. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's what will do it uh, at the end of the day. Yeah. No, I, but, I like five. I, uh, I could easily subscribe to five. But I think I'm a little more bullish on St. Louis than you. So that's why I go. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, but you're right. I, I see those. I don't think those – I don't think the D contains up those offensive guys. I don't see the goal tending doing so. And I, they're just going to be hungry as fuck, especially a week after resting, you know? Like, t- tonight yeah. should just be fireworks. Oh, fuck. Fire. I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, okay, and lastly, Battle of Alberta. Uh, what, what you're claiming will be the best series of them all. Oh, um, uh, yeah. Uh, in, in, in a series that I'm, I'm calling Connor McDavid against Daryl Sutter. Those are probably uh-huh. the two. Those are probably the two most important personalities in this series. Um, it, it's can the heroics of Connor McDavid get past the brainiac that is Daryl Sutter and, and everything he's going to do to to just get any inch of offense and excitement out of this series. Yeah. Um, I see. I don't see that happening. I think it will be very exciting. I do think there'll be plenty of goals scored. Um, but I do think he will have his effect. Uh, I think Calgary is more complete. Their defense is miles better than, than Edmonton. Their goaltending is miles better than Edmonton. Mm. Uh, forward group is more complete, albeit they don't have McDavid. They don't have the two best players in the series. Um, I just think, I think they're more of a match than LA. Way more of a match. And uh, I think the fact it took... Uh, Edmonton seven to beat LA. 
that's a sign that I don't think they can stand pat with Calgary because Calgary is miles ahead of LA. So I, I, I go with the more complete team. I go, I'm, I, I'm happy throwing my money at Markstrom. I will happily give him my money. I'm not putting my money on Mike Smith. I'm just not. Not there. You know this about me. I'm not a fan. McDavid can do McDavid things. Absolutely can. But he can't stop pucks for you. He cannot stop pucks for you. And that's going right. to fuck them. That's going to fuck them hard. Calgary's going to win this. Right. Um, and then Michael Seven. Michael Seven, honestly, Battle of Alberta, that's probably what you expect. I'll go Calgary and Seven. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, I mean, I can get behind that. I, I really can. Um, my main thing is I don't like Calgary's forwards. I think, uh, you know, they had trouble scoring in the last series. Yes, Jake Ottinger was good. Yes, def- Dallas defense was good. But at the end, end of the day, like your second line center is Michael Backlund, you know, like you're relying on a lot of low skill guys to get it done. That's how they are. That That's how they win games. They, I, check. they check you. Right. But yeah, I just, it, yeah, you'll, we'll see what happens. I just, I, I, I have a hard time believing. Well, no, I could, I could definitely, in my bracket, I chose them to win, but I'm, I'm changing my mind just because I think the top, the top guns in Edmonton have shown me something else kind of thing. But no, I like logically, I see exactly where you're coming from there. Um, but, you know, I think Edmonton grew up a little bit in the last series. I think they, they, they cracked this defensive code of LA, though it's not as strong. Um, but the formula was still the same for LA with, with, and same as Calgary, right? So, yeah, I mean, I, I could see it. Uh, I, I could see it being a, a real physical bloodbath, but, but also opened up in scoring a little bit compared to last mm-hmm. series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Edmonton no, it, in seven. Yeah. Edmonton in seven. Okay. That's great. A passionate, uh, well, passionate pick. No. And you know what? The, the one guy in our league who's gone eight for eight in his predictions has Edmonton moving up past Calgary. Dingle? Dingle's got Edmonton. You know, Dingle just copied Gretzky's brackets. Did he? I don't know, but there. No, the he, does, he doesn't. Same. No, he doesn't have St. Louis. He has Colorado. He's got Colorado winning. Oh, okay, good, good. Uh, no, his his ball. He's got yeah. He's got um. He's a genius. He's got Edmonton past Calgary. That's the one ballsy he pick he's got this series. He's also got Florida past Tampa, so that's another one we have different. So those two are the ones that will dictate the bracket. You know, yeah. it's yeah. either me or Dingle winning, and 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 those are the two series. Um. Yeah, I guess I can't possibly no. catch you, right? Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh has just fucked you. Well, fucked say you. say our west side is exactly the same, which it is, right? Yeah. Our east side, if if Florida wins, which I have them going to the conference final, right? So you would get ahead of me, yeah. And also, steam there. But uh, but that would mean Carolina has to lose. Yeah. If Florida wins, Carolina loses. Then I will pass you, and and. From there, I, sure. might, I might win. For sure, for sure. So Florida is your big team. Carolina is my big team. Yeah. Those are kind of the swing teams for us. Um, and then, of right. course, for, for Dingle, he's, he's, he'll, he'll be really rooting for Edmonton because that kind of goes against the grain of everyone. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. Uh, so there you have it, folks. Uh, I'll be completely honest. Second round this night, the first round night of round two, I, I check out. Like, I, I start watching the games and I go – fuck like round one was so long like it, it was such a journey round one 
I just can't get back in. Like, this is hard to get to just get in for a game one again, you know? Really? I, I, I often check out and then I check back in at like game six or seven. But, but this year is a little different because I think you can make a very compelling case that like two of these series, the Alberta and the Florida one, are must watch. Yeah. And, and one of them is like very intriguing, that St. Louis, Colorado one. I mean, how's it not when you have McCarr and, uh, and, and McKinnon? You know, just playing every night. Yeah. Um, and 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 then one that, you know, not sexy on paper, but maybe has some sneaky upside in Carolina and, and Rangers. And you'll have the best man in the business calling it. So, um, I it should it should lead. I think it's a definitely an above average round. You know. Oh, 100%. And, and I and I I think for that reason alone, everyone should be. Too. So, um, yeah, we look forward to breaking down that series just as we did round one in a two weeks time um and we hope you guys tune in then so uh, any any last words Kyle before we wrap things up uh no that's it eh the man is sick he needs some sleep yeah yeah I need we've we've kept him up we've made him rally enough for this and uh, he needs his rest he's gonna go sleep until the Colorado game so uh let's let him get some rest and uh and and hopefully he's in a better place in two weeks time correct Uh, Okay. Oh yeah. No, I almost we didn't even mention this. Um, shocking news yesterday, or even today. I'm I'm in a blur. Um, Pete DeBoer fired. Oh yeah, that's not shocking. How, how how's that not shocking? Well, he's he he blew it. He had a brutal year. <laughs> but injuries. Injuries. No, 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 no. It doesn't matter. You still had the roster to get it done, and he didn't. That's how you see it. Yeah. Yeah, they they yeah, the ro- yeah, I don't think he had the roster. They, yeah. they were injured. Yeah, but you he lost stack, Michael. But you stack up his roster down the stretch to like an, an Edmund or sorry, a, an LA or a fucking Dallas. You should be able to catch one of those teams down the stretch. He couldn't do it. I think his roster plagued him. And oh, uh, I'm sure, yeah, that it's plays a, a factor, sure. It's a real shame because now yeah. now now he's got to go back to practicing law, you know? And no, uh, he's he's washed. He's washed in law. He's washed in law. Yeah. So he's washed as a coach and he's washed in law. Yes. He's got Absolutely. nowhere to go. Correct. I, I was disappointed because I was, I thought it was funny how he was hot. He was fired the day after the Leafs got eliminated. And and here I was thinking, Hey, local boy from, uh, from, 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 uh, you know, local Ontario boy is going to get to coach the Leafs. Right. Did you right. see that Pete DeBoer fit in Toronto? Uh, yeah, 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 I yeah. could. I was I was literally gonna come on the show and say I would buy a DeBoer jersey. What is wrong with you? DeBoer jersey. You gotta I save would, your money for the Shane Wright. I would throw three hundred for the DeBoer jersey before oh the my Shane God. Wright. That's embarrassing. And uh, and and fuck <clears throat> they fucked me they fucked me. So uh, so yeah we'll see where he goes uh, wherever yeah. he goes I will be immediately a fan of their team and uh, I look forward to seeing how that goes. Yeah. Uh, and then of course uh, yeah we didn't really talk about it. But Pierre Maguire fired as well. So oh, fuck yeah. Two, two polarizing figures, two of Nick's, you know, who he hold, two of my Mount Rushmore people of <laughs> just awful weeks. Yeah. The, the question so on Pierre, he, he becomes, he maintains his status as extremely quick to be fired by an NHL organization, <laughs> like unprecedentedly quick. Like you don't last a year. You no. He's laughed out of town, essentially. And that's a, that's a usually a coach's thing to be fired after 10 months. Yeah. GM, GMs, you get at least two years. 
<laughs> so that makes it all the more embarrassing. I can only imagine what kind of dirty shit he was saying to get himself into hot water. I just that, think it's, I just think I just think only one guy was responsible for hiring him. That guy has passed, unfortunately. Right, right. And now no one else is in his corner. Like the most important guy in the organization backed you. That's the only reason you got that job. No one else, including Dorian, I think liked him. I don't think Dorian liked him at all. No, probably not. Probably. And and I think the second the second that Melnick news came out, I just think like the writing was already on the wall for poor people. Yeah, poor guy was. goes out there, buys a house, moves oh, his family. What the fuck? Ten months. He's an idiot. He's such an idiot. <laughs> He's such an idiot. So what, I, what, I wonder what, if he'll even go back to radio. Well, that's the thing. What's he going like, to do? That's the question. Is, is he, is he, is he go, just, does he, does he just go back to media? And if so, who, who even hires him? Oh, that's going to be it. Maybe TSN because he's in Canada now, right? So maybe TSN throws him a bone. Yeah. That's probably my prediction. I, I, I'd probably see him going to TSN before he goes to TNT or ESPN. <laughs> I don't, I don't see those two companies jumping for him. I really don't. Right. Yeah, whoever whoever gets him, they have to utilize him well, and that means like making a joke of him. TSN does pretty well. Yes, TSN had a good run with him, so I'd like to see. I, I would I would personally really like to see that back. Yeah, um, and and then of course, hopefully we get those radio hits back because man, I've really been missing that. Uh, my my life is just plagued because of that, and uh, I need those radio hits back. Yeah. Do you remember when he said, "I don't know a Shane Wright"? Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "What do you think of Shane Wright?" He's like. I don't know of this man. Who do you, who do you, who do you speak of? Fuck. That's crazy. What an idiot. Yeah. He's a joke. He's a joke. <laughs> that was like, his, he was like two years away from being drafted. Yeah. Like, yeah. I know nothing of this man. Uh, wow. Yeah. It was brutal. Um, okay. Well, Hey, there you have it. And of course, uh, yeah, as we, as we spoke about last episode, Shane Wright officially going to Montreal or we don't know that yet. Uh, according to Gordon Miller, do not, uh, he says, don't overthink the pick. Did you hear that? No. He was on Montreal radio and they asked him about someone else going than Shane Wright. And he shot it down right away and said, do not overthink the first over. That's what he said. Yeah, I think that's probably smart. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, hopefully early July, Shane Wright goes to Montreal. I get my jersey, but the time will see uh, where that goes. So uh, that's it for today, folks. Um, hope you enjoyed uh, round two debrief round three predictions coming up in two weeks time uh and uh, yeah we hope you enjoy the second round so uh, thanks for tuning in and until next time it's been a pleasure serving you <laughs>